Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah, we are already deep into this conversation. Yeah. Dr. Flo, Sacramento mayoral candidate, back in the building with us six days before the election. Before we get to Dr. Flo, what were you trying to go to the store and grab again? Just real quick for the radio audience that missed it. Some tricks. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. Now, this, this is what we do when companies here. That was good. Uh, <laughs> this is good. I, no, I was going to say something, but it's going to give the meme again. I don't need that. Well. Lean into the memes. I love tricks. <laughs> like, we're, we're not letting any of this go, right? Like, this is... Like, <laughs> I do. Well, good for you. Like, I... Mm-hmm. Everyone in the mm-hmm. family, you know what? We'll- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep. we overshare on this show, Doctor Flo, mm-hmm. and this might be a case of <laughs> this might be a case of oversharing. We've learned a lot today. We we have a very uh, unique unique show. We've covered a lot of ground here, yeah. from blackface to homosexuality and hip hop. It's been a wild hour and sixteen minutes. I'll tell you that with a little with a little kings uh, sprinkled in here. Um, we're six days away from the election. We are. I said now I'm 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 fascinated to find out what your schedule's like, but we were talking about food and where we shop. That's where the you know, the joke about the cereal came in and um, we were talking about how high the cost of living is. And I said to you, Look, you've gotta address this, you've gotta fix this, because we're gonna get you all the way to the White House. <laughs> and you you had quite the response to that. Yes. Uh so you know, <laughs> I I recognize the irony of saying this when I was very, you know, initially opposed to running for for mayor. And they say that you have to ask women seven times to run for office. And I feel like I was asked probably somewhere between 700 and 7,000 times and said no to all but the very last ask, which was my friend Kula and and her husband Bobby. Um, But I, I like local politics. I like and I, I feel like there's so much attention that is paid to the national um, politic. But the saying is all politics are local. Mm-hmm. And this is the place where we can reach out and touch. Yesterday I was, you know, at Grant High School talking to the seniors mm-hmm. about the importance of voting. Um, you know, I'm I'm able to come to community events when people reach out. I can I can myself respond to emails. Right. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, sit down and have coffee with people. And for an extrovert like me, that's the fulfilling part. Like, I think that you should find a role that gives to you, especially if it takes a lot from you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really interested in local politics. I'm really interested in being in this arena. I've realized how much fun I'm having on the campaign trail, in part because, 
the pandemic, you know, isolated us from each other. And so this, it's been nice to knock on doors and hear people's stories and meet their pets and just have this, like, and, and I had this amazing experience near the card two weeks ago where I found this, like, the rural part of Sacramento. And there was a horse farm on the street that I was knocking. And then there were peacocks. And then, I, then you know, there were chickens. And then there were the dogs. And it was just like... The, just the beauty of being able to sit down and have conversations with people about their lives. And, you know, your congressional reps and your president don't get to do that in the same way. So I really don't think that that speaks to my soul in the same way. And I think there really is an untapped power to local politics. And I I want to be a part of that. Uh, we'll get you there. <laughs> what she just said. Regardless me, of what you want. We'll you <laughs> it reminds me of uh, it may have these places in Sacramento, but. Like I don't think it's a secret or nothing like that, but in the heart of Compton, you know you can walk around a horse. Mm-hmm. You can ride a horse. Yep, yep. And there's like, a, I don't know if it's all of Compton, but there's a, you can ride around in a horse. Like it's John Wayne or something like that. And you would, you would That's never. That's what I associate Compton with. <laughs> Wayne, yeah. Well, you know, they made you... that show about, um, the, was it a movie or was it a show? I admittedly didn't see it, but it had Idris Elba in it. And it was like about the Cowboy Philadelphia. And I'm from Pennsylvania. The harder they fall. Yeah. And I, the harder they fall. No, was, was it that one? That, that's the only cowboy movie I, I it know. It was a cowboy, was but I thought there was an, and maybe it wasn't Idris that was in it. Maybe I'm mixing up my westerns. But they're about like urban cowboys in Philly. I don't, I'm, I'm not a movie oh, guy, I, I, but we're going to have to figure this out. I'm going to Google it. we got to figure this out. But like you saying like, hey, I found this spot in Sacramento where they got, you yeah. would never know, you know what I mean, unless... You're out there in the, in the No, really. And and most people there had like a half acre to an acre of property. Mm. And so there was just all of this outdoor space. And I, you know, I, I wasn't, I, that was not an area. And it was right near a place that I had gone, the courtyard. Mm. But it was just tucked away. And there was this, you hear this like enclave of people living a much more rural life, but still within the city limits. It was yeah. amazing. They are saying Is it, it is concrete more... cowboy? Well, it might be. That might be it. That sounds right. That Idris, it, he, he was in concrete fact Idris cowboy. Alba. Yeah. Okay. In I, Philly. I missed this one. I, yeah, yeah. Because I Googled. Yeah. I was really worried about what was going to. I Googled, uh, uh, what was it? Black Cowboys in Philadelphia. Yes, because, uh, you know, there's always uh, there there's always is. the X-rated version that well, you Google. Well, so well, you have to be careful. Starring Sean Combs. The true oh, story yes. of Black Cowboys of Philadelphia depicted in Concrete yes. Cowboys. Yes. Oh, I guess add this to my watch list. I, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I, I just saw like a trailer one time and I was like, huh, you know, my mom is from Philly and I never knew that <laughs> there were cowboys in Philly. And then here we have a whole horse farm. And I got to have a nice long conversation with the woman who owns the horse farm. She's 76. Um, and she was just talking to me about how she acquired the horses and how her daughter comes by and helps her with them. And mm. they were beautiful. Yeah, that, that tripped me out. When I saw that in comp, like it's not even like they're on the side of the road. They have the same rights to the yep. the road that you're on, so you could be driving, mm-hmm. and this cowboy's here with his with his horse, and they doing whatever they need to do. Yep. I was like, what how come that didn't on? make any John Singleton movies? <laughs> That's <a good> question. <laughs> you know, poetic justice. The the you know the 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 mail truck pulls up next to a <laughs> next to a horse. It would have been a great come, cameo. It would have been that tremendous. Been amazing. Like even and those that focus. know. Would get it. Yeah, they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah, this is what happens around here. Would yep. you would you say when you talk about you you like local politics mm-hmm. as opposed to national politics, which is 
where we're going to get you, regardless of how you <laughs> feel. Yeah. Facts. Um, you know, consent is sexy, guys. You know, I'm just saying. I, I should probably consent to what you want to do with my life. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. You got hey, there's, <clears throat> there were rumors that the previous mayor of Sacramento had sights on the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we'll just keep you from screwing up. That's like right. He did. That's we'll, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you running the free world. Do you feel? You, you kind of spoke of why you feel that way, but do you feel like? you can have more of a impact on the day-to-day people's lives mm-hmm. in the local politics as opposed to national. I don't want to sit up here and say that stuff doesn't matter mm-hmm. or anything like that, but would you say that, would you find that it doesn't affect the day-to-day life of the common people the same way local policies and, and local government does? Yeah, I mean, what I said to, you know, the seniors at, at Grant yesterday is that there are about 400 kids in their senior class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, you know, the race for county supervisor was decided decided by around 330 votes or so, mm-hmm. right? So you, and that's not to say your vote at the national level doesn't matter, but it is combined with a lot more votes. And so we have not seen, you know, a presidential election decided by 334 votes, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas because we have the Electoral College and there are all these other things in place. But at the local level, your individual vote really matters. Mm -hmm. And you can have conversations with people. You can work directly with them. And I'm public health, so I enjoy the part where communities get to come together and be a part of their own success, where they get to be leaders in the decisions that are being made Mm -hmm. and get to really influence and, and have esteem as part of like we built this we did this we solved this and that becomes harder to do the higher up you go those decisions are still important Mm -hmm. but they're not they're not as collaborative because you simply can't because you have so many people in your district and you can't work with people in the same way and so I really do believe that you know part of finding your groove is finding a lane that really works for what what pleases you and what what meets you know your particular like love and I love people. Um, that's not just something that you know you say oh, like anybody who knows me well knows I really enjoy people. Mm-hmm. Um, I I always say I very rarely met a stranger. I call them pre friends because we were just in the pipeline of becoming you know part of my life. Yeah. And I and I always learn things and I think I just appreciate the richness that it brings to my life and mm-hmm. so. That love of people is what really attracts me to the local politic, is being able to actually make a difference in people's lives mm-hmm. and to do it with them. We're six days away from the election. We saw you, I think it was last Thursday, the Black History Month yes. for the Sacramento Kings. Yes. And obviously you're here with us today. I don't imagine like you're going home and grabbing a sandwich and putting your feet up and relaxing the rest of the day. Like what do the next (laughs) six days look like for you leading into the election on Tuesday? Yeah, there are tons of events and tons of door knocking and connecting with voters. So, you know, my team will be um, making you know phone calls tonight and tomorrow to voters to um, connect with them, to answer questions and to make sure people remember to turn in their ballots. We are predicting a historic low in terms of people participating in the election. Part of it is precisely what we just talked about. The attention on national politics Mm -hmm. makes it so that that's what people think is on their ballot. Mm -hmm. And people just don't tend to pay as much attention to what's happening at the local level. So when you see Trump versus Biden and it's a primary, you're like, eh, Mm -hmm. 
right? Um, and I hope that doesn't happen as well in November, but it's it's likely to, you know, to, to kind of influence people's motivation to show up. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to um, make sure people know that on their ballot are some, some major decisions that need to be made at the local level about who's going to be representing us, whether that's in the assembly, um, whether that's, you know, in, in your county supervisor's races, or whether that's mayor and, and council members for, you know, the city of Sacramento and some of the other surrounding cities. So that's what we're calling on Wednesday and Thursday to do. And then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we are going to be outdoor knocking mm-hmm. every single day, rain or shine. Um, when it rains, it you know makes it harder for the volunteers, but lots of people are home. So we get lots of open rates <laughs> when people are home. But we're going to be reminding people again to vote and to participate in this and answering questions. And so that's really what the next like six days are going to be about, that and attending lots of events, um, making sure you know our digital ads are out. So if you're watching Google or uh, or Hulu or, um, or on Instagram or Facebook, hopefully you're seeing our ads um, and just reminding everybody you know to remember to vote. Um, no matter who they're voting for, voting is important because it's your way of being able to decide what happens in the community around you. Dr. Flo, I, I want to ask you a question that maybe you can help answer for people who feel like what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and I I don't subscribe to this, but I do understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can hear people who would say, I'm not voting because, or I'm not that interested in voting because politics is exactly that. It's politics. You're going to tell me what I need to hear to get my vote. Mm -hmm. And then when things actually need to be decided on, you're going to forget what you told me or you're not going to hold up your end of the bargain. So whether it's you or this candidate or that candidate, I'm not voting for any of you guys because it's just a game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Once again, I I think that's I understand that it's more than that, but I understand some people are jaded oh, and it. feel that way. What would you tell them about the voting process and specifically about if you were elected mayor? Yeah. So first I would say I get it. And I have felt very much the same way that sometimes my choices are constrained. Um, and to that, I would say, one, if it's in your heart to be able to put yourself out there and be on the ballot, you should, uh, because the system operates the way it does, like. If we do what we've always done, we'll get what we've always gotten. Um, and the system operates the way it does, in part because of the rules that we have around it. Like, it is expensive to run for mayor. Um, and, I, you know, in my race, I'm not taking corporate money. So that means that I have to call everybody I've ever known in my life and ask them to contribute to my campaign. And that is hard, right? I mean, we don't typically, most of us don't go into sales because we don't love asking people for money. We especially don't want to be in a position where we have to ask all the people we know for money. So that's what makes this hard is that we don't have public financing for campaigns um, and that sort of thing. But I sat down when I first decided to run and wrote out my values, what I was standing for and why I was running. And I wanted to be able to sleep at night knowing I ran a good campaign that represented me and that I didn't sell myself out and that I'm really representing people and that I was going to be honest and true to who I am. And so I know that for the people who are getting to know me at first, they're like, all right, we'll see, you know, or I don't know about this. And that's where they are. And I have to accept that I'm going to have to apologize and build bridges that I did not destroy. Um, But that is part of the job. And I think Having more people who have the perspective of, I really love this community. I think we can do better. I'm willing to imagine a a future that's different from the one that we have, Mm -hmm. I think is part of what changes the process. But if we sit back and say, ah, that's not for me, then you end up with people who don't have your best interests at heart running and continuing to be in these positions and who aren't going to do things the way that, you know, you would do if you were really rooted in community. And so part of being a people-powered campaign is also accountability. 
all the people who knocked doors for me and made phone calls for me and contributed to my campaign. And there are thousands of them. I have more contributors than any other person in this race that I'm running for. I have more endorsements than anybody else in this race. I have more volunteers than anybody else in this race. And so all of those people are what tethers me to the ground and won't make me fly away, right? Won't make that tempting, you know, ooh, there's some money over here. Let's change your mind about this. Yeah. Be as enticing because I am tethered to the community that I want to represent. And so I think it is possible to run in a way that is going to be helpful and I understand people's skepticism and I may not be able to change everyone's minds in the next six days but hopefully over the next four to eight years I will get a chance to change their minds and help to restore trust and part of the reason I'm not taking corporate money is because I want people to see that there are options that are trustworthy and that we can sit down together and make decisions and govern our city without having to sell out. I want to make sure too everyone's completely understanding of what's going on next Tuesday. You win the election. You don't become mayor Tuesday. No. Um, if So next Tuesday is the March election. Um, some people refer to it as a primary, but in this case, it's not necessarily. Mm -hmm. If any one of the candidates gets 50% or more of the vote, it's over and we win outright. But nobody takes office until December. If not, then the top two, if nobody crosses that 50% right. threshold, even if you get 48.8%, uh, if nobody crosses 50%, then the top two go to November and do a runoff. What if it's 49.8? I don't think they round up. I think you have to have Oh, they don't one. round up. No. Oh, they don't even math. That's no. a killer. So, yeah. So, they lied to us in school. So that's <laughs> that's why it is so important to to vote because, you know, I we're on a sports show, so here's what I've been saying to everybody. Look, MJ never played to be the AC. You play to win. So people Talk keep about talking it, about yeah. what's going to happen in November, and I'm like, you got a birthday in November? I have a birthday in November. Are we doing Run to Feed the Hungry? Because as far as I'm concerned, I this election ends in March when we win. Let's so yeah, yeah. so let's go. Let's let's play to win. Like nobody, I'm not playing to 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 be the runner up. Like I, I'm playing. I'm you know I'm running to win it, to have a winning campaign. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get to 50 plus. Yes. Yeah, let's get to 50 plus for sure. You you said something that sparked, reminded me of an article I read a couple of days ago about, it was about the November election. Mm-hmm. And you spoke about, you know, Biden versus Trump, and that's likely what it's going to be, which is a, probably an entirely different, fascinating conversation to have. But we did the, I'm not going to go vote. Like, I hate both of these people. Mm-hmm. We did that. Anybody remember how it ended? Bad. So we went the completely opposite direction the next election. And it seems this one, the November one, no one can get a feel for what exactly is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Is it a repeat of 2016 in terms of turnout, not in terms of yeah. in terms of uh, 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 turnout that we had in 2016 or the one we had in 2020? And the fact that no one can get a feel for that is frightening. I feel like it's closer to 20, 2016. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's hard to tell in part because, you know, there's a lot of time between now and November. Um, and in the same way that, you know, so I was one of the few people who predicted a Trump presidency in 2016. I know a lot of people didn't believe it was possible, but I said probably in May, like, he's going to win this election, y'all. And everybody was like, no, there's no way. And I was like, I know America, he's going to win this election. And I honestly thought Trump was going to be a two-term president. And I think the only reason he wasn't is because COVID became so bad that people were like, okay, this is no longer, and I don't mean for everybody it was funny, but for a lot of people who were shielded from the impact, they were like, this is no longer funny. Like, people are dying. Our businesses and schools are shut down. We need we need a real adult in the room to be able to handle this. Well, the crazy thing, like people, I know this is not an original thought. Trump in March of 2020 throws on a mask and says, hey, y'all, just rock these for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. That dude's in office today. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the pandemic was the X factor mm-hmm. that I could not have predicted. I said Trump's going to win in 16 and he's going to be a two-term president. Mm-hmm. I did not expect a global pandemic. I expect him to handle it so poorly because even when there were ideological differences, generally speaking, when it came to things health, yeah. people kind of rallied around like our, our national our Like shutting said, down the entire world. Right. Like, yes, that was going to be a big thing. But then also like usually together and said like, look, here's what you do to protect yourself. And instead out here telling people to take ivermectin and bleach and all these other things and just behaving in ways that were really reckless while millions of people were dying. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a lot of people, it went from, gee, this is embarrassing to this is unacceptable. And that's what, what 20 happened. And I think now we have distance from 2020. And I think now people are going, eh, it's not so bad. And so I, 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 I really don't know what will happen because, again, you know, we had a global pandemic sneak up on us <laughs> four years ago. So, you know, anything could happen between now and November. But if things continue the way that they are, I am worried that turnout will be low and that, Trump's base is a really motivated base and they will show up. Unfortunately, because of the Electoral College, they're distributed in the right states mm. to be able to have more influence. That's really the challenge yeah. is and, the Electoral College. And, like, and, and I feel a lot of the times, for better or for worse, a lot of these elections nowadays are more so based on whatever group feels motivated to do something, right? right? Like with um, President Obama, mm-hmm. we're like, this is our guy. This is our opportunity. Yep. We will not be denied. 
yep. came out in droves. In 16, I don't think any – I don't, well, Hillary didn't inspire anybody. And there was this kind of divide between Hillary and Bernie. There was the young guys wanted Bernie, mm-hmm. older people wanted Hillary, and there was a divide there. But nobody was really inspired. There was a side that was inspired, though, the side that wanted Trump. Then in 2020, there was inspiration to get him out. Now, this year, I don't – nobody's enamored with President Biden. Um, I even, even Trump's base, in my opinion, it's not as strong as it was. Mm-hmm. And I think – all, I, I'm saying all that to say, I think that's what's going to affect the turnout because a lot of the times it's it's a glorified popularity contest. Who can inspire the most people yeah. to come out there and vote for him? And right now, I don't think there's in, any inspiration on either side, really. Well, the good news is, if you're correct, that Biden could just overthrow the government, attempt to overthrow the government, and <laughs> everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. I, I hate that's be, the good news. There'll be no consequences <laughs> no. for it whatsoever. No. So there's always that. You know, the cynical side of my brain says, yes, there will be, because Biden overthrowing the government would include a lot of people who don't look like the people who tried to overthrow the no. government for Trump. No. And there, we we have a history of it'd not been, applying yeah. equal consequences for similar behavior. That would have been the first time the White House was nuked. Right. <laughs> just, just drop a bomb on Pennsylvania. It'd be fine. And <laughs> that. Um, so six days. What's the message? The message is, please vote. Um, The message is, you know, find your ballot and turn it in. We have a lot on the ballot. And I forgot to mention, and thanks to whoever said it in the comments, um, that we also have a U.S. Senate race. Um, And I think especially because I'm on this show, we have the ability to elect what would be the only black woman in the Senate. Um, The person who has shown time and time again the courage to do what's right, even when it's not popular. Uh, When, you know, the vote in 2001 to go, you know, to do the um, the Middle East war was taken like she was the the only singular opposing vote. And we all now know 20 years later that that was the right decision. And so Barbara Lee is amazing and she deserves to have, you know, our support and to be rewarded for, you know, being a consistent voice um, and being someone who, who shows up regularly. Um, I would say, you know, think about the things beyond just president that are on your ballot. There are propositions and measures. Um, one of them is Prop 1, which could change how we spend the millionaire's tax, which is known as the Mental Health Services Act, um, and how we spend those dollars. It's important to, to look and see you know, how you might feel about that. Locally in Sacramento, the business operations tax is also on the ballot. Um, so people you know, who may be affected by that may want to think about, like, is this something that we want? Yeah, why are you talking about props? Can I tell people to read that book? Like, props, <laughs> yes. props can be super, super confusing. Like Casey and I are of the belief, obviously, we're a, a bit biased on this. That's why the sports gambling props didn't pack because they were like yeah. two of them. It would just turn everybody's were, brain into a pretzel. Like, they, yeah, they were the really place. confusing to understand. And you couldn't watch a Kings game, you couldn't watch anything, especially on a stream last election cycle, without back to back sports gambling props commercials mm-hmm. airing. Yep. And it began like, what, wait a minute, I didn't even. It took reading and read to figure out which one am I supposed to vote for. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those props can be really, really. You have to know before going. Don't try to read them in the booth. No, no. You got to read that little book that comes yeah, in the yeah. mail so you understand yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and 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 unfortunately, Proposition One is like seventy-eight pages. Um, so, you know, to be able to read it. So it's helpful to also look at some of the organizations you trust mm-hmm. uh, and where they fall on it and their digest on it. 
Um, so I would say, you know, there's a lot on the ballot and not just the mayor's race, although I have a personal invested interest in the Sacramento mayor's race because I am one of the candidates. Um, and I hope that I am your preferred candidate. And what I would say is, you know, I'm running against people who have been in office while our homelessness numbers went from 2,500 to 10,000. I, they are, you know, recycling some of their same talking points about how we need to do more of what has failed. We have moved people block to block without identifying where they can go. And it does not solve the problem. It just makes what was a problem for one person now a problem for somebody else and also a problem for the person who got moved um, because they still don't have a place to go. And so we need real solutions. I think we need a public health approach to what to the entire city, which means thinking about the system. What are we trying to achieve? How are we working together to do it? How are we pulling together resources, even if it's not the city's own money, but it's the business community and the nonprofits and the neighborhood associations and the people who live here? Because I say all the time, you know, 30,000 people wake up early to do Run to Feed the Hungry every Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. This is a community of people who care. And if we all know what the goal is, we'll all work together towards that goal. And I think Mm -hmm. we can exceed it. And so I am inviting everybody into this because, as I mentioned, I love people and I think that we can govern well together. And I would love to be able to have the opportunity to partner with all of you truly to be able to govern the city, to be able to take advantage of your experience, your lived experience, and also your professional expertise to be able to solve some of the challenges of Sacramento and to have a vision for what the future looks like in this great city because Sacramento is nobody's, you know, second choice. We are not, we are a great city and we deserve to think of ourselves that way, to be governed that way and to be a priority. And that is my priority. You know, either, either way, congratulations. Thank you. On a phenomenal campaign Thank that you. made people think, made people talk. And hopefully this is just the beginning. You know what I mean? But uh, I know either way we're going plus 50. Let's go. Going plus 50. Let's that's, go. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're also getting requests in the chat for uh, Dr. Flo to have an MVP vote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need to have that for we sure. Got, we got questions. We need to have that for sure. Did you ever uh, you get no tickets back or like what's, what's going on? Man? I have not. I'm, I'm, my plan is to go in with some folks to have yeah. some tickets for next year. Um, but I, I I have not gotten tickets yet. I Somebody just... told me. I was talking to somebody and they like got somebody to – Call them back about uh, tickets they were interested in. Two tickets. <laughs> That's yeah, they're a lot of money. I, I regret That's giving mine up because they 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 go up. It's when harder you're to get not... back in. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get back in. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Kenny's love for Ronald Reagan? I don't love Kenny... Ronald Reagan. What? what, are... what? What? what I I know why some of the like Latinos who came to the country and other just immigrants Don't in general who came man. to the yep. country yep. um while you know under Reagan have a real love for him so mm-hmm. I I like I appreciate I, I get the human tendency to like people who do something nice for you. Yeah. I guess I'm curious to know your story right. on why they're, you like Reagan. Don't we are to this man. There's it, nothing about me that likes Ronald Reagan. No, I I so, so no. Dilo, why are you telling me that he did? No, no, the entire look. No, look at, the, like, don't listen the to entire, any of these people. The entire chat was witness to the day that he just randomly brought up Ronald Reagan for no reason, leading no, into the Super there Bowl. Was a reason? I can't remember what it was because I it just, was his inauguration, the day of the Super Bowl. The Niners beating the Dolphins. Anyways. Only one person has ever brought up Ronald Reagan in four years, and it was Kenny. We just and it was on a, a movie. Do you that like I his saw. acting? That's what that seems to be what the chat is maybe, saying. Maybe. Once again, there's nothing about Ronald Reagan that I like. Not one thing. Okay, all right. Okay, 
Because well, I because I would say like he is responsible for I mean, basically what? dismantling the, oh, the yeah. mental health system in California. Well, he dismantled a lot. Yeah. Okay. I just you know and 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 denying <laughs> the AIDS crisis and allowing it to get worse. I mean you know there's don't Kenny, listen to the media, Kenny, Doctor Flo. Kenny, just say no. Don't even just, don't, just, don't listen to this man. Just say at no all. when it comes to Ronald Reagan. Oh just say no. Doctor Flo, good luck. <laughs> Thank We're going you. 50 plus on Tuesday. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We'll come back. We'll get this show on track. We'll talk <laughs> Kings basketball. We'll talk Keegan Murray. We do the one case. Oh, I'll see you here. leaving before I get a chance to do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 